Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas, Texas Homegrown Music Time, and my guest today is Beetlegrass. Get ready, you guys are going to be blown away by this band. I cannot wait to share their music with you and just let you know that they're going to be um, at the Guitar Sanctuary on September the 8th. But prior to that, they have been playing for a while and they came back after a hiatus and they're really, really good. I mean, these guys, all three of these musicians have their own thing going anyway and when they get together, it will just really really move you so i don't want to take up any more time i've got dave walser milo deering and george anderson gonna join me from beetlegrass before we do i'm gonna do a song a Beatles song that i did with my good friend andy timmons off of my record um, from years ago and this is that beautiful song imagine we'll be right back with beetlegrass on texas homegrown music
So this world can be as one Well, hey, everybody, here we are in Texas Homegrown Music with my best, my guest, Beetle Gras, and I've got all three of them on today. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Hey, Maylene. Hey, Maylene. How you doing? I am doing great, and I'm so happy to have you guys on because as um, my listeners know, I've been talking about it, and I'm going to talk about it a lot today, um, is that you guys are going to be at our venue on Friday night, September the 8th to play for us some um, bluegrass Beatles music that I think we're just going to be blown away with because I, I know all three of you individually and how talented you are. And to have all three of you on stage doing this together, it's going to be, it's, I'll put it this way. You're doing this for me because Dave knows I'm the <laughs> one that called and said, I've got to have you guys play. And I know you haven't well. done this for a while. Yeah, and we are super excited about playing at the Guitar Sanctuary. I mean, in, I, in my mind, it's legendary, and so we that's a great. Beat. We want to do it. Well, yeah, I know we, that we George and Milo have both been there before. Have you not been there, um, Dave? I I have not. I have not. Well, here, this is going to be the beginning of, of a good relationship because I have a feeling once you guys play wait. this room, and Milo will tell you, and George will as well, um, it's really a great listening room. I mean, the people that come there, they really appreciate the musicianship and they don't talk over you and you don't have um, you don't have any ambient noise going on around you. It really is a room that if you need it to be, you can hear a pin drop. And I, I love that personally. Yeah, it's great in there too. Oh, it sounds great in no, there. It's, it's amazing. And, it's, bet, and yeah. it's getting better all the time. George is all the time tweaking it. And um, so we... Uh, we're, we're really proud of the sound of that room. And we've got Nick Knurk running our engineer most of the time. I know, you Nick. Guys, Nick. I know Nick. When, anytime you get in a fellow musician that's running sound, you know that they're going to be particular about making sure everything is just right. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to start out by asking the question, what, um, how in the world did you get this going and what was the impetus for it? I mean, I know, Dave, because I read that you are a huge Beatles fan ever since you were, I think, nine years old. I read that you saw yes. him play yeah. on the Ed Sullivan show. I think your mom told you to come in and listen, and you were just hooked yeah. from the very yeah. beginning. Yeah. And yeah. here we are all these years later, and you put together these stellar musicians that I'm sure you knew from, you know, just because they are stellar musicians. How did you get exactly. this to together and tell me about it? Well, uh, I've been friends with both George and Milo. First George in about, I don't know, 94 or something. Uh, I was leading uh, music at a church and needed a bass player. And somebody told me about George. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I've hit the jackpot. This is like crazy to have a bass player like this. And then Milo and I also met at another church. He came and played steel guitar for one of the services. And I was going, man. Someday I'm going to do something. Uh, don't we all? I think every every musician. I know. No, no, no. I know. I'm not kidding. Every musician I know has said at some point, I have to get Milo yeah. to play on something for me yes. because yeah. it's just 
Milo, you really are just one of those people that, it, oh, I mean, stop. you could play a cigar box, <laughs> you know? Yeah, tell, my, tell my wife that. No, your wife already knows. I, she already oh, knows. And so do your, so do your daughters. And, um, and the, and those, those girls that apple didn't fall too far from the tree, obviously. Well, that's the truth. That um, is true. But yeah, for those of you that are listening that don't know, Milo Deering is a household name amongst musicians across the country mm. and probably the world. And when I went in to read about, you know, you, all the places that you've, all the, the people that you've played for, I mean, from Leanne Rhymes to Leanne Rhymes to Madonna to um, my one of my favorite local bands, Buffalo Ruckus, and of course t- touring with the Eagles and and Paul Cawthon stuff and Garth Brooks stuff you've played on. It's crazy, Milo. And then on the other side of it, George Anderson. I don't know if you realize how many times the guys in our shop talk about you being such an incredible um, artist and bass player. And, of course, your stand-up bass is amazing. It's it's crazy. So, Dave, I, I have to be honest with you. You were the one that I didn't really know that much about, and I'm already hooked, right. as I said earlier. Ah. I got to have you on the show on your own because you released a record in 2019 and before everything shut down and um yeah good time feel like that probably hurt you a little bit but i'll tell you what the record's great your voice is stellar writing is awesome so putting you three together it's just got to be a home run no matter what yeah well you know uh when i when i started this uh like i said i i I met them both. I thought, I just want to be in a band with these guys. And uh, meanwhile, in the back of my mind was my whole experience of hearing the Beatles thinking as a nine-year-old, this is the most genius music I've ever heard. And uh, But I never wanted to do it exactly like them because I was raised, my, my grandparents were farmers. My dad was raised on a farm. So I'm a country boy deep down. And uh, I always had a little bluegrass thing going on when I was learning Beatles songs. Um, so, uh, I just, you know, Milo and I had become friends and I thought, I wonder if I could get these guys interested in just experimenting in the studio just because we had done some stuff together. And so, uh, I told Milo, I said, George is in and I hadn't even talked to George yet, you know, so, but I knew he would be, <laughs> I knew he would be. And then, uh, I, t- I said, Milo said, I'll think about it. And so I talked to George, I said, well, Hey, Milo's in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I hope they're both in because I'm going to be a I'm going to be a big liar if they're not. But we uh, but we got together, and you know the coolest thing about this band is what what these guys bring to the table. I learned a long time ago just to shut up and listen to what they have. You know, I was never going to come out and say, "So Milo, you play this part." I'm going. Why would I tell Milo to play any part? He's going to come up with something better than I would ever think. And it's true today with both of them. I mean, we've been recreate, uh, creating new songs, uh, new old songs, 60-year-old songs, uh, in a new way. And we're more excited about those than anything else. And it's just... Regardless of what you say about me and George, <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing is built around his voice mm-hmm. and his vocal sound. Right is like a combination of Lennon and McCartney. And I've, I've always said that. I think when you hear him sing in person, you know, you'll hear influence from both people, yeah. same kind of vocal tonality, you know? And right. so we just kind of use that as the focus and try to, you know, work around 
that beautiful voice you have. Well, and you know, it doesn't hurt that all three of you can sing. And because you're so proficient on your instruments, um, to the things that you do, I mean, honestly, it's hard enough to to sing Beatles music without playing any instrument, but but to be able to do what you guys Mm -hmm. do and be so proficient on your instrument is amazing. It just shows the true talent that you guys have. And, um, and yes, I agree with you, Milo on Dave's voice, because he's got a range that's crazy cool. And I can definitely tell that he grew up in the same era that I did because I hear a lot of JT, a lot of James Taylor kind of um, Me too. in Me that. Too. And, I, and I'm and i just so impressed with the idea of you guys being able to pull these songs into another genre of music, which is bluegrass. And of course, it, the, another thing it doesn't hurt is Milo. I mean, is there any instrument that you can't play? I mean, I don't see you playing um, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I don't know that I've ever seen you play wind instruments, but I'm sure you probably can. Um, he does. Okay. So how we wonderful do. for you guys. <laughs> I, it's how, it's so great because he can bring so many different textures to a song. And that's why you're probably better off, Dave, just letting Milo come up with it. Because I would imagine yeah. that he can sit there and think, oh, well, maybe I'd like to do. Oh, yes. You know what? I do know that. I think I've seen him play flute before, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I'll see. Gosh, some people are just given that. God just poured it all out on you, Milo, didn't he? He did. And I'm so grateful uh, that you're using of, it. I, well, I spend a lot of time in the bathroom practicing <laughs> and driving. <laughs> and I, practice, I can't tell you. Practice the flute at stoplights. Yes. He'll pull up in, in front of my house and he's got a flute or, or a mandolin. He's playing while. Shouldn't tell this, but he's playing while driving. That I don't. So George and I can't do. It's hard to do with an upright bass. Yeah, but he's probably got all that stuff in his front seat. As soon as he's inspired, he's like, "Well, let me hear it." Can I? Yes. Well, you know, there's another there's another cat out there that I know. If he thinks that he can play it on his instrument, that's Andy Timmons. And I, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, he's a huge Beatles fan. And so I'm really hoping yeah. that he can make it on that on Friday night because um, this is right up his alley, as you guys know. In fact, he did a Sgt. Pepper's um, album, right? Oh, he did. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. You look it up, Bill. Yeah. He, he did yeah. a, a Sgt. Pepper's record. Wow. So um, I I love this. I ho- I love the whole idea and 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 Beetle Graw. Okay, so for everybody out there, oh, Beetle A lot of people Beetle think Grass. Uh, actually. Is it Beetle Grass? Actually, beetle grass. I know it looks like beetle grass because it's the German kind of spelling. Yep. It looks like that. We go by either one. If you come to our show, you can call us anything. You can call be. You can call us beetle grass. Don't beetle call your grass. wife. This exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So it is beetle grass. I am going to. But you're. But are you spelling it? Because I just saw it with one S. Is that right? It does. Right. It does have one S. Okay. Don't ask me why. We That's just okay. were looking for a name. That's okay. We, you know, George and I, we just look at each other and roll our eyes when Dave comes up with that. <laughs> <Beetle> grass, <so. laughs> right, George? Well, Absolutely. I am so pumped about this show coming up and, um, and just about the record. Cause I know you guys are recording and you got some music, new music coming out, which I know everybody's going to love. And I think we're going to be the first ones to play it. And this first song is, is PS. I love you. You want to give me just anything you want to say about how you decided on these songs and, and the instrumentation. Uh, Silence well, is know, golden here. <laughs> yeah, the Beatles, 
the the music, the songs are all so great. I think you can cover a Beatles song in pretty much any style. Uh, but we, um, when while we were thinking about getting back together again, I was thinking about what songs could we add to the mm-hmm. mix, new songs. And that was just one we hadn't tried. Okay. And a lot of the Beatles songs, we try to do, you know, an up-tempo bluegrass feel. Yeah. And that one, I was fooling around at home with that particular song and felt like it was yeah. one that we could make work out. That was the first thing that when we got back together after 12 years, Milo walked in and said, what do you think about this? And he started playing the intro. He already had the whole thing worked out in his head. And George and I just jumped in and that was it. Yeah, I hadn't even heard the song yet. Yeah. Just yeah. went George running. Didn't know any of I, didn't, songs. <laughs> I didn't even know the song at the time. I never even heard it. <laughs> wow. Well, as many, as many of the Beatles songs. Well, there's I, I didn't a, it's a huge the... catalog. People don't realize. I don't yeah. even know how many there are, but there's a lot. All right, here we go. But here we have P.S. I Love You from Beetlegrass. And you guys do not want to miss this show on Friday night at the Guitar Sanctuary. Um, so I think there might be a few general admission tickets left. I think the, all the tables are sold. And so we're really excited about it and uh, can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be up for front row and center. Cannot wait. But here we go. Beetlegrass, P.S. I Love You. And we'll be right back here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. I'll be coming home again to love until the day I do love. As I write this letter, send my
Well, we're back yeah. with Beetlegrass. And for those of you that don't know who these cats are, um, we're talking to George Anderson, Dave Walster, and Milo Deering. And all three of these guys have an incredible solo careers and have been playing for many, many decades with some just artists that you guys all know, believe me. But they've come together to do this Beatles music in, in bluegrass style, and it works so beautifully, and it's so much fun. George, what did you think when you first started playing this? Because it's a little different than what you started out with. And for those of you that don't know George's history, this is a guy that um, graduated from North Texas, uh, played in the One O'Clock Band, has played in orchestras, Dallas Orchestra. And, uh, you were with another orchestra. Who were you with? A symphony. Who was it? Fort Worth, Fort Worth Symphony. Symphony and um you know jazz gospel uh, all kinds of different styles uh tell me what you thought about this George and how did it stretch you a little bit yeah it it did because I actually my background included so many styles but I I didn't grow up on the Beatles so I wasn't I didn't have a big catalog of Beatles music but I can tell you that the first experience with the Beatles music was um me in about the ninth grade, I guess, uh, playing behind the choir, the junior high choir, where the first two songs I ever performed in front of people were Michelle and Yesterday. Wow. By the Beatles. Yeah. So I, and this, this is my very first experience performing for any number of people. So that's, ma that's major to me because I was exposed to these great songs, which as Milo said, uh, they're so well crafted that you can do almost anything with them as long as you're honoring the, the music itself because they are so well written. Uh, so it was new to me in a way, but I'd already experienced what uh, the difference was. I couldn't explain it at the time, yeah. but I loved it. Uh, so when Dave asked me about doing it, I mean, actually, I think my response was, I don't, I don't think I know any Beatles song and I don't play bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said, you'll be perfect. I That's didn't know. Exactly I mean, you know, and I'm open to any style. So I wasn't, um, opposed to it, I just had to be honest about it. You know, I, I, I don't play a lot of bluegrass, didn't know much about it, and I didn't know a lot of Beatles songs. So this is like a new sandbox to me. It's like um, uh, I'm, the, I'm the new kid in a candy store, so to speak, <laughs> you know, where everything is, is, is open. So I'm, I'm having a great time learning all this new music and just having the twist on it. I go back and listen to songs that Dave sends me that we're going to learn, and I'm always calling him up going, man, this is great, great song, because a lot of them I had not heard as, as widespread as the Beatles were. It's just the environment that I grew up in. I, I was listening to B.B. King and James Brown and <laughs> The Temptations, you know, um, kind of culturally different, you know, than what I'm learning now. So at 900 years old, I am now jumping up and down <laughs> about new music that I'm being exposed to. Of course, there's some years of um, having been introduced to the Beatles music that, that I have behind me. But initially, that was the experience. That was my feeling was, wow, this is great. You know, so being able to be me within the music, too, it's not like a Beatles cover band. It's the Beatles music, put your twist on it, put your stuff. So I get to play as I really am as a player on music that is this great, this well-written. So, yes, I'm happy. Well, and I noticed um, from some video footage that I was watching, once again, just because you're just such an incredible artist and able to do so many styles, you know, you've got your upright on some, and I, I see you pull out your bow, and I see you really bring some 
incredible sounds to these songs that not just any bass player would be able to do, but it has to be somebody that's got this kind of background like you do with so many different styles. Right. Yeah, that helps. And uh, also, um, these guys are inspiration too. I mean, it's like we there's so much give and take. So for me, is, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to things Milo's doing and we discuss things. We get ideas and we discuss them and we go, yeah, that's a great, let's try that. And we see it. Most of the stuff works because we, we try to bring real musicianship mm -hmm. into every decision that we make based on the music because mm -hmm. it's important to us. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, so yes, I, I'm, I'm looking for everything I can offer to fit into places. And if it's appropriate, we try it, at least try it. And a lot of times it works just simply because mm -hmm. we are thinking about the music. Have you done this much um, part singing before? Me as a player, I, I've done in the past, I've done some group singing in sessions only because my voice is kind of weird in a way unique, but it blends very well with um, some other singers. So I always say I'm a bass player who sings. I'm not a singer who plays bass, <laughs> but I've done some part singing in the past, but nothing quite this extensive and for this long. Well, you're really singing in this band. No, he is. Yeah. No, he really is. So I'm more exposed than I have. Of course, I, I led my own party pop group for a while, but I had four singers in that band, so I was never, you know, calling myself the front guy. But I did do some singing there. But this is more exposure than I have on any in any situation. Well, I already know that there's going to be a lot of people at that show. They're going to look up and see George Anderson playing in a Beatles, a Beatles bluegrass band and go, are you, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and how beautifully it works. And so it really does show. And I, I say this all the time as a musician and someone that can appreciate so many different styles of music. Um, don't pigeonhole yourself ever into one mm -hmm. style of music because you really are missing out on the beauty of what we have at our fingertips, you know, as an artist right. and as a player. Um, and certainly I know all three of you guys can appreciate that. I know Milo can because, you know, I remember the first time I ever heard a real classical piece done. Um, I was so blown away and I thought that's, that's kind of what I want to do. I, I didn't end up following that passion, but I do understand where the love came from for music because it was, it moved me and brought me to tears. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's what I love about opening yourself up to that and being able to you know, really be a part of all different types and sounds of music. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I love, I think to me, I've never considered myself as someone with a great voice, but I, I consider myself somebody who really tries to connect with a song Yeah, and whatever comes out, comes out. I know I forget what we were playing recently and I got choked up. I can't remember. You was it Blackbird? Your voice so much? No, no, because the <laughs> song was moving. No, the song was no, moving me. So in love with and, your voice. and Milo's looking at me like, you're not going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> And I could push through, but it kind of gave me that inspiration, you know, without losing it. But, you know, I, I think Milo was worried for the sake. Well, I mean, and, there, and really, and there's a lot of, it's all sincere. We're all sincere about what we're doing. Or we wouldn't do it. I, I know I wouldn't. I, I know these guys well enough to know that if we weren't sincerely and genuinely passionate about it, we, we're all doing other things. We yeah. could all keep yeah. doing what we're doing. So this is kind of a, 
for me, especially, it's a new leaf, first off. And then I get to learn it from these guys. Yeah, I know. I get to get be brought yeah. up to speed on something that's new and fresh. And is this important musically to the world? And I get to learn it from guys like this. I mean, I... I'm very well. Very I don't want to. I'm not going to get too um, sentimental here, but I am going to get a little bit sentimental in that I know that we are all in a, a certain time of uh, in our lives where mm-hmm. we start thinking about um, what are we, what's what are we leaving behind, and what are we doing? Yeah. What what are what what exactly are we actually giving um, mm-hmm. to be remembered by? And um, yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing for you guys to recognize that. With everything that you're doing um, musically, it's going to live on beyond us. And mm-hmm. I already know I'm sitting here talking to three guys that are very spiritual because I know I know mm-hmm. individually who you guys are. Mm-hmm. I've I've known that for mm-hmm. a long time. And Dave, I read about it with you, and I'm certain mm-hmm. that because of this connection that you have with um, mm-hmm. George and Milo, that you are a spiritual person. You can't help mm-hmm. but be. Yeah. Um, so we are. We've already experienced what it's like to be moved in a um, by music because we've played mm-hmm. in church and we recognize mm-hmm. that. But you're bringing mm-hmm. it to the world, and um, yeah. and I don't know. I think it's important for us to actually start thinking about where we spend mm-hmm. our time, how we spend our time, and what are mm-hmm. we leaving, and what are we doing to yeah. um, bring yeah. a message to the people when we're not here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think music is. Uh, I think it's the most powerful force to me. You know, is the most powerful force. Uh, in our lives. I mean, it, and it, everybody feels something different. And um, I had uh, a friend, my spiritual mentor back in my younger days came to one of my shows and I was a little bit embarrassed going, well, I'm not really doing Christian music. I'm doing the Beatles. And uh, at the end of the show, I just hoped he liked it. And he, his response was, he said, Dave, I've never worshiped more in my life than listen to you playing Beatles songs. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that even made sense. It at, totally you know, makes sense. Because... Thought, but it was just that whole connection. Mm-hmm. It's the spirit behind it. And, um, and I already, I already know Milo, um, that you are very well versed in what I'm talking about and have always been a part of it in a beautiful way. And I think one of the reasons why so many people want you to play on their material and want you to play with them is because you understand what it's like to be a part of what's going on. And you really think about it and you you're you've never been one to shine and have have it be about Milo. You've always been the mm-hmm. one that wanted to be a part of something and make it better. And just like, you know, it, it, the the few times that I've had the beautiful pleasure of having you on stage, I've always you've always said, well, I, I don't I, I don't need to have a solo or I don't need to do this. I just want to be a part of something. And um, it just goes to show why, where your heart's mm-hmm. at and why everybody wants you to be a part of it, because you're doing it mm-hmm. for the reason mm-hmm. that we all should be doing it is for the, yeah. the music. Well, when I play the couple of times I got to play with you, I didn't want to have to try to play a solo after George played. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, he, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's uh, so great. It's like, I can't follow that. Yes, you, know? you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But I will say this about my husband. And of course, it it's the same thing that you guys experience. When you've played with someone like George and I have uh, for more than three decades, played music together, mm-hmm. it's not about... Um, um, it's about it's about connecting the song 
to the people and it's about mm. the message and mm-hmm. and he, I I know where he's going to go and he knows where I'm going to go because we have got this connection in in our soul. And mm-hmm. um and so that's there's other players out there that are way more proficient than George but they don't play with any more soul. And that's yeah. that's that's yeah. what I love. And of course, you know, you've got both, Milo. I mean, honestly, oh, you're well, you you're do. Sweet. I mean, you do. And I and I see that, and I sense that. And I know there's many times that you could just play the circles around somebody in a in a song, but what you do is you play the song to make it whole and, mm-hmm. and make it better. Mm-hmm. And so I, I definitely see it um, in every situation that you're in. And I certainly hear it in this group, but that's what's so beautiful about the three of you. And you've got such a big sound. Um, has it ever been more than three of you? Do you ever bring any auxiliary players in? Have you ever done that? Or has it just always been the three of you? You know, as Beetlegrass, it's always three. Okay. Uh, I had a second band after we, after I, well, after I fired these guys for for, for 12 years uh, that had four, that had four members, which is Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Bluegrass Band. Uh, so every now and then Gerald joins us. And when he does, then we're basically Sergeant Pepper's. That's what band. I thought. I saw, I thought I saw and heard some things online about that. So that's yeah. why I was asking. I yeah. thought I remembered seeing another person up there sometimes. So what, um, so you guys have a lot of new music for Friday night. We, we do. Will. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it okay yeah. if we play another one? Go right ahead, please. Um, I want to do something. And, of course, uh, I, one of my favorite songs, that, that and Yesterday. I love I love that. But mm-hmm. this song, I don't know, the melody of this song is amazing. I mean, you could do this mm-hmm. song actually with no music. Just the the melody of the tune is, is gorgeous. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Does it need any other kind of intro? <laughs> well... I can tell you a quick story on something. Let's do. We, we, we did a mini tour in Georgia this spring. And uh, so, you know, it was a nice little tour. We all had our own hotel rooms. That's always nice when you're traveling. And uh, one morning at breakfast, Milo said, hey, oh, he sent me, a, he sent me a, an MP3. And I thought he had done it in his studio. He did it in his hotel room, I think that night before yeah. he sent it to me. And it was the song Something. And it was completely done. I mean, he's got guitar, he's got bass, he's got what I'm going to do. He's got everything. Uh, and uh, Milo plays mandolin and cello <clears throat> on it. So when you hear this, just remember, it's pretty much he did this in a hotel room between midnight and like 3 a.m. Put the did. whole thing together. The yeah. composer. <laughs> The, yeah. yeah, not the poser, the composer people. Don't, yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, well, it's an absolutely beautiful song, and I'm so thrilled that you guys are covering it. And I can't wait to hear it live, but I'm going to play it for everybody right now. Something from the Beetlegrass Band that's going to be at the Sanctuary on Friday, September 8th that you don't want to miss. And you'll, uh, you'll, you're going to love it. We'll be right back right here on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas. Don't want to leave her now 
You know I believe in how Somewhere in a smile She knows That I don't need no other love Something in a style that shows me Asking me, will my love grow? I don't know, I don't know. You stick around now, it may show. I don't know, I don't know. Asking me, will my love grow? I don't know, I don't know. You stick around now, it may show. I don't know, I don't know. Something in I know you guys that are listening want to get your buns over there on Friday night because it's <laughs> going to be a fun time and I'm so excited to have you guys and I know we're going to want to have you guys on a regular basis as soon as everybody hears you. I know I'm going to hear get phone calls from people that didn't go that wishes wish that they were there. So we'll have to have you there again. But um, are you guys planning to play um, some tours? And if you are, t- give me a little something and tell me about it. Yeah, uh, we're hoping for next summer. We've got one gig booked in Colorado, and we're hoping to stretch that into maybe, I don't know, four or five gigs okay. and maybe vacation a little while we're there. Absolutely. So we'll back to Georgia. We are going back to Georgia. Uh, May 10th, we'll be in just north of Atlanta, a little uh, town called Waleska, 
We're doing a musical in January. <laughs> we are doing a musical. Take it, Myra. Are you? Tell me. <laughs> we are doing a musical. Yeah. It's called, it's written by a friend of mine named Chris Machen called Hope in the Heartland. And it is a bluegrass Christmas musical. Chris is not a bluegrass person, but he wrote this thing. And uh, so we've turned it into a bluegrass thing. And it's uh, it's a modern American story. Uh, a little bit like, not quite, it's a wonderful life, but it has that it, sentimental thing, but it's also just got some really funny stuff in it. It's just a, it's a must do. Okay. And are, and so you're recording it for release next Christmas. Is that what you're talking about doing? Yeah, they actually have it now. I, I think, uh, I think you can actually buy the musical, Okay, but, but it's actually a cast of actors and okay. uh, we're, and you're doing the music. We're kind of, we're the orchestra. We wow. are the orchestra for for the musical. Wow, that's amazing! That's that's awesome. I love that. In Garland, that'll be in Garland. Uh, I think if you just Google "Hope in the Heartland," you can find out when tickets go on sale. Perfect. Well, I sure do love that you guys decided to do this little show for me, and that you that I pulled you out of retirement. I don't know if I had anything to do with that or not, but you know, I, I love the fact that you guys are doing all of this and, and recording new music and going to release it. And it's just, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful um, way to hear Beatles music that we all love. Well, thank you so much. Milo just whispered in my ear. Are you going to be at our show? I'm definitely going to be at your show. I'm definitely going to be at your show. Then it's done. We need you to do a song with well, us. Oh my gosh, really? I would be so <laughs> thrilled to do that. So well, we've got okay. a little time. So we do. Think Let's about what you want to do. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. I'm, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I'll probably be crying up there. <laughs> Good. That'll be too. This will be like a this will be like a um, bucket list for me. So, oh my goodness. Well, that is awesome. So you just heard it. They, it's on the air, so it has to happen now, guys. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. You, you, it's if, happen. I'm one of those people you don't have to ask me twice, okay? <laughs> so It's, it's um, a bad deal. I, I, you know, I got to sing with Andy the other night um, for his 60th birthday celebration. And, of course, you know, I've known Andy and done things with him for so many years. But I still get thrilled when I get to be on stage with people that I admire. And I admire all three of you so much that I am just really taken back that you would asked me to sing a song for you with you so thank you so much y'all that 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 really means the world to me so well now we're gonna we're gonna gift you guys with a medley from the magical mystery tour and um don't forget to get online get your tickets there's a few general admission um reserve seats left i think all the tables are sold by now if not you might be able to snag one or two and um and let's all be there for Friday night's show with this wonderful band, Beetlegrass. And I'm just so thrilled that you guys are going to be at my house, the house that George <laughs> built. And um, awesome. so we are too. You're, we are too. So you're listening. Oh, by the way, how do people find you? Do you have a website? Do you have a Facebook? Yeah. Tell me, tell me. We have both. And the easiest way, if you know how to spell Beetlegrass, it's B-E-A-T-L-E-G-R-A-S, just one S. So Beetlegrass.com. Or on Facebook, if you just search for Beetlegrass, 
uh, you'll find us. Perfect. Well, I can't wait. And um, I'm going to be there now for sure. <laughs> I was going to be there anyway, but I'm definitely <laughs> coming now. All right, guys, you're listening to Texas Homegrown Music, and we'll be right back. But right after this beautiful medley, Magical Mystery Tour from Beetlegrass. Thanks, guys, so much for being with me. And for all my listeners, we'll be right back.
A lot of fun today talking to those cats, uh, uh, beetle grass. And I hope you're going to make it to the show on September 8th. If you're in the area and you can be here, please come out to the Sanctuary Music and Event Center. It's our guitar sanctuary venue. And uh, see these guys live. They're so good. I'm actually going to sing a song with them. We worked up yesterday. So um, we worked it up yesterday. And it's called Yesterday. <laughs> so uh, hopefully I'll see you guys out there um, on the 8th of September. But if not, be sure to follow them. Go on social media, follow Beetlegrass, and also these cats, George Anderson, and um, of course, Dave Walser, who also has a solo career, and the one and only Milo Deering, who is just a, an incredible musician and uh, composer. And, oh, my goodness. He's got two daughters that play, you know, and just really, really has contributed so much to the music world. So... I'm so lucky that I get to know them personally and share their music with you. So before I close today, I want to say thanks again to my sponsors, which I always want to give a shout out to the Guitar Sanctuary, of course, and Burris Injury Law and our new sponsor, Cadillac Pizza Pub. And also, I want to play a song by Dave Walser, who we were talking about that's in Beetlegrass. Like I said, he's got his own music out there. Here's a beautiful song he wrote called, Here's to You, My Long Lost Friend, and Here's to All of You, My Friends, that come in and listen every week. Thank you so much. Peace, love, kindness. That's the way we want to live our lives. And I'll see you all next time right here on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylene Thomas.
Yes, I stole.